Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Everybody clap. Woo! I can't find my program.
Um, here's what I found out at the 420 event, which was so freaking awesome. I found out something else. Um, because I always, I like to just put stuff on top of my bowl and my bong and smoke it like that. So I do the keys like that, and that's fine, and the hash like that's fine. But I by yeah, watching you. Yeah, but uh -huh. I found out that some of the dabs need to be heated at a higher temperature mm -hmm. than just your to lighter really can go your... to activate it. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. There's the new mm -hmm. button we're missing now. Um, but I didn't know. And so I thought, because I asked, I said, can I just buy the shatter or whatever it was? Because they, they ran out of keeping hash by the time right. I was able to make it in there. And um, yeah, we could buy a little. Um, I don't want to get torchy. Yeah, well, there it's just a flame blower torch, and then you actually put it on. It's already what you have already. Flame blow torch. Just a little torch lighter, and you heat up your your glass mechanism and drop your your wax in, and it vaporizes it out. So it's not like a whole um, kind apparatus. Of like a creme brulee. Kind of, yeah. You okay. just get like one of those little I could, uh, I could like lighters. a little creme brulee, and yeah. then maybe I will uh, try creme brulee my bigger, marijuana. A little bit bigger lighter. Gives a little more push. TM, creme brulee cannabis. Creme brulee cannabis. There we go. Creme brulee cannabis. Creme brulee right. dab. Ooh. 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 TM. All right. Do we well, have any hemp no. Uh, yes. Oh, that is so strange that you said that because I just found this giant roll and brought it out for you. Ooh. Look at that. Dee -dee 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 -dee. We're a bunch of psychos. Uh, psych psychos. 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 You have the right song. We're a couple of psychos. We're psychos. Psych psych yeah, that's it. That's who we are. But this is Wednesday, Wednesday. And we're going to tell you, Arizonans. Uh, what okay. conditions qualify you for a medical marijuana card if you feel the need to get one? So there is um, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, a chronic or a debilitating disease or a medical condition or just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. All right. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center. 520-838-4430. You can even email us because we know you guys like to do that. You're all on your smart things. Mine's kind of dumb, though. <laughs> um, THCTucson at gmail.com. Maybe it's not the phone. <laughs> I might have to admit that. But anyway, I did an update recently, and now my phone opens like it's 1932. Yeah. <clears throat> Those things like that. It's like I can't do it. It's too much for me to open anymore. I'm like, Messenger, hello. Yeah. People are texting me. No, I'm tired. <laughs> I want a vacation. Not gonna do it. No, what, what month is it? Where are we? Yeah. Sorry, are you typing? Yeah. Who are you? I'm sorry, is this your phone? Yeah, no, it's just not going to happen. All right, let's give a big good morning to Miss Heidi Hanford, who's out there. Good morning, Heidi. Good morning, Heidi. With Heidi, have you guys all been checking out her show? Mr. Urban. Roosevelt was on the other night, and boy, you guys are brave. You go live, the camera's right there on you. I would be freaking out because no one can see me right here. Is my tape up? Yeah. No one can see me. But you guys are my favorite Heidi it. Hanford, well, my recent Heidi Hanford, is when she found I even need to say it. Hemp salad. Hemp salad. At Whole Foods. At Whole Foods in Florida. Oh, my God. Golf. And um, so yeah, I just. That was a very harmonious golf cup to that. That was great. awesome. Just shoving it in her mouth. Yeah. I've been on the hunt for it, so yeah, it's not here yet, which is weird because we have a medical program. You think that, but people yeah. are funny. Whole Foods is funny. They're not it's even. Different in every state, you, though. you know, they're looking yeah. at different hemp products. Hemp product. The only hemp products they're bringing in, of course, the hemp um, seeds, and that's really what you see, oil. and the hemp oil, but it's from like the seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Which they've had for years. Yeah, they've had that for a long time, which is an omega. Yeah. Supplement of some sort. Yes. 
Right. There's a, you know able to use that. Yeah, absolutely. They're just not ready to embrace. Which is because it's whole food. I think the word. I right. I totally agree. Embrace that. If they did it in next Florida, level. Yeah, come on, move all the way, man. I agree. I I almost think that that was. Which is strange because Florida was layering past these things. Yeah. You know, like it's all backwards. This whole state's all backwards. It's a backwards place. But you wanted to read something fun. Do you have something fun for us? Because we're going to bust into the Safer Arizona oh, Initiative. Yeah. And Canvas Kid and I both, we are, it's hard so to do So this might way. go in hand in hand. Um, there are a few things that I'd like to talk about. Um, this one talk is, this is from Cannabis Now. Medical marijuana patients can lose their jobs for smoking cannabis. Do you smoke weed? Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> you can be legally fired for doing so. This is one of marijuana legalization's greatest blind spots and something something that a California lawmaker is working to fix. Life, uh, it says, like free speech, marijuana legalization has its limits. The First Amendment does not guarantee immediatification from the results of your free speech. Just as no state-level legalization law guarantees you uh, the cannabis user. Any right to the employment, in fact, is quite opposite. Cannabis can, uh, may be legal, but you consume it at your own risk. Because in most places in America, cannabis consumption is grounds for immediate termination mm-hmm. for your job. States and federal drug-free workplace law, laws underpin this reality. And courts have held that these laws do apply, allow employers the right to fire people for smoking cannabis and to deny employment solely for cannabis use. In 11 states, however, there are laws forbidding employers from firing workers solely for being medical marijuana patients, Good. which is awesome. I mean, you don't get fired for being an Oxycontin user oh, or a Vicodin user. And what these things do to your body is completely horrible. So, but... Uh, the only two, let's see, where were we? Sorry. In 11 states, however, there are laws forbidding employers from firing workers solely for being medical marijuana patients, but only two protect employees from termination if they test positive for cannabis, and that's if they are patients. Yeah, where? In the 39 states, oh. including, uh, I can pull up the 11, and then there, the, the, from that 11, there'll be two. Um do you, well, do you guys want to read the 11? Yeah. Okay. So the 11 states employees. Oh, oh. <laughs> here we go. All right. One here of we those go. links. All right. Uh, no, here. it's a good link. Okay. Um, states with no employee protection. In the following states, either there are medical marijuana statutes explicitly provides no protection, or statutes is silent and the states has law that has found no employees protections for off-duty user use under each state's respective medical marijuana act. An example is Ohio's medical marijuana law, enacted in 2016, which explicitly provides that employees have the right to establish and enforce zero tolerance drug testing policies. So Ohio's one of them. So they've got California, Colorado, Michigan, Montana, Ohio, Oregon and Washington, and these are the ones. These are the ones. Sorry, these are the ones uh, that have employee protections in the er- uh, era of medical marijuana le- legislation. Excellent. So, California, Colorado, Michigan, Montana, Ohio, Oregon, and Washington, and Ohio's medical marijuana law is intact. It was intacted in 2016 which explicitly provides that employees have the right to establish and enforce zero top employees. Hmm. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Anyway. Employees have the right to... Yeah, employees have the right to... Ohio's medical law intacted in 2016, which it gives uh, employers employers have the right to establish and enforce zero tolerance and drug testing policy. So, yep. states likely providing no employee protection are Alaska, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, mm. New Mexico, Vermont, Washington, D.C. Mm. 
and states with explicit employee protections are Arizona, Arkansas, Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Maine, Minnesota, Nevada, New York, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island. Statues with unclear employee protections, hmm. Florida, Louisiana, New Jersey, and North Dakota. We've got it split down pretty good. And then there's a really nice map on here. We'll go ahead and post this, too, because this is some good stuff. Um, I really enjoy um, Cannabis Now's. Yeah, they have great stuff. They really do. All right. Well, um, nice is that ball hit. Tell me. That, tell me. All that. right. Well, Kansas with oils. I love it. Um, Heidi sent us a link to, she's got a program called Healing with Heidi. Uh, and she's got a link here on Facebook. You can check it out. We, our next week's guest, um, it's going to be May next week, right? That's oh, going to be May next week. That is crazy. We got the oot track in. Um, Black Pepper will bring back focus. What are you trying to say, honey? We are going to have Safer Arizona on air next week to talk about the initiative. And you've probably all seen all over Facebook. And um, they're all over Phoenix. They're all over town. They're setting up events. <clears throat> and they're trying to get the ballot put on, um, the initiative put on the ballot. So we're going to read uh, part of this initiative again because while reading the last one, I mean, the last time we read it, uh, we noticed that it was extremely loaded with pharmaceutical uh, yeah well just things we couldn't you can't even that's not a word there's too many letters in there to be a word there's like 43 letters in that how do i pronounce that well like, it definitely uh um, not a word gave. <laughs> yeah so we're, we're gonna read it um we'll just start reading it i know it's <clears throat> it's good to do because people out there need to hear this they need to know what they're voting on because by law, I think it's either 150 words or 200 words. You only have to write in the initiative itself, so people don't get the whole initiative. They just get the bonus points. You know, you know what I'm saying? So this 20, 14 pages, I think this is. We'll get through what we can today with maybe some fun stories. Are you speed reading? Oh yeah, I'm getting ready. Every other word. Go. Just kidding. <clears throat> An initiative measure, amending Title Three. Now <clears throat> I'm going to start off by saying. If you want to follow along, um, we'll put this link in our blog. But also, um, go to the Arizona Department of Health Services website, and I'll put that up too. So you can check out azdhs.gov. You can check out what all these um, articles and revised statutes and sections and amendments and titles are so that you can make notes because there's a lot of reference to um, the previous uh, initiatives. So, amending Title Three, Arizona Revised Statutes by adding Chapter 21, amending Section 13-3401, and this is what I'm talking about. Go back to the AMMA Act, and you can read what Section 13-3401 is that they are amending. Arizona Revised Statutes repealing Section 13-3405. Arizona Revised Statutes amending sections 36-2501, 36-2512, Arizona Revised Statutes amending Title 42, Chapter 3, Arizona Revised Statutes by adding Article 13 relating to cannabis. We're going to add an article. I put cheese on top of it. I know, just to kind of, yeah, kind of like the black pepper. I put some cheese here. Maybe put a little more cheese, just to really slam the cheese on top, push all that great white shark down. It's a little... A little bouncy in the ocean today. <laughs> Be it enacted by the people of the state of Arizona. Section one, short title. This act may be cited as the Safer Cannabis Legalization Act. Okay, section two, <clears throat> findings. Wonder what the long title is. That's the short title. Uh, findings. The people of the state of Arizona find and declare the following. Here we go. Getting into the words. One, marijuana and cannabis have been used safely for thousands oh, hold on, of years for recreational, medical, religious, and industrial purposes. Two, 
the states of Colorado, Washington, Oregon, California, Maine, Massachusetts, Nevada, and Alaska, and Washington, D.C. have all legalized the adult use of marijuana and cannabis and have enjoyed a substantial increase in tax revenue as a result. Three, in states that have legalized or medicalized, there has been a decrease in teen use of medical mar- of marijuana and cannabis. Not sure why they separated those two out. Industrial uh, four, industrial hemp, which is currently defined as cannabis containing 0.3% or less THC, was cultivated by several of our founding fathers, including. George Washington, and was a staple of the American economy until the advent of prohibition. Industrial hemp is a non-psychoactive, has many other industrial applications, and is lawfully produced in several states in America and in many nations, including Canada, to the great benefit of their farmers and economies. Indeed. Five, in the largest meta-study to date, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration concluded in 2015 that there is no correlation, no correlation between cannabis use and automobile accidents. Moreover, unlike alcohol, multiple studies have also found that the level of THC in a person's system cannot be reliably used to establish whether or not a person was impaired. And that is huge. That's huge right there. Because it's different for everybody, you know. It doesn't matter if you're big or tiny. I can outsmoke the biggest guys. <laughs> and some of the tiny people can outsmoke, you know, other tiny people. So it doesn't matter. It matters in your tolerance, right? I worry about myself with self-stress sometimes. Well, I think our tolerances are higher than we think. Because uh-huh. I asked um, Anita Amnesia. Uh-huh. Oh, welcome oh, back, we Anita have. Amnesia. We need to have her on. Um, I said, what? What is your tolerance for milligrams? Like if you're eating a THC edible, because I tried a 15 milligram and I didn't feel anything, and then I tried 30 milligrams and I didn't feel anything. And she said 80 milligrams for her is a nice, a nice dose. Oh, okay. So that's for a daily smoker. That's someone that smokes daily. Mm-hmm. And edible. Eighty. An edible. An edible. An edible. An edible. Yep. An edible. An edible. All right. 80 milligrams. All right. Okay. Back here. Six, the former chief administrative law judge of the United States Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, Francis Young, determined correctly that marijuana in its natural form is one of the safest therapeutically active substances known to man. Seven, monopolies and oligopolies of any industry in the state of Arizona are anti-ethical to the values of Arizonans and the cannabis industry is no exception. Commerce should be left to the free market and its production and sales should be regulated only to the extent as the production and sale of any other commodity. Uh, eight, <laughs> that just leaves things kind of wide open, really wide open. Uh, eight, in the interest of public health and safety to protect and maintain individual rights and the personal freedom and to better focus state and local law enforcement resources on crimes involving violent and personal property, marijuana and cannabis should be removed from the Arizona Uniform Controlled Substances Act, and the possession, use, production, and sale of marijuana and cannabis should be removed from Arizona's criminal code and legalized for adults who are at least 21 years of age. Now, if we don't get through this whole initiative, which we probably won't, number eight, you need to to really look at because there's, when we get further into it, it talks about the different age groups and the penalties that they will serve for selling cannabis. And it starts, I think, with age 15. So if you're age 15 and 16, and 17, you have a penalty. If you're 18, 19, or 20, you have a penalty. And then if you're 21, you have a penalty. Or, or maybe you don't, if you're, because they're going to allow person-to-person sales. I believe. I'm not quite sure. We got to. We'll read that again. But. Well, they'll be on next week, so you can ask. Yeah. Maybe Mr. Dean will come on. That's the that's their lawyer that helped uh, put this whole thing together. Nine states are not required to enforce federal law 
or prosecute people for engaging in activities prohibited by federal law. Therefore, implementation of this act is not preempted by federal law or causes the state of Arizona to violate federal law. That's important. Uh, 10. The purpose of this act is to legalize the use, production, manufacture, and sale of marijuana and cannabis for persons who are at least 21 years of age, to remove laws currently in existence that prohibit such activities, and to protect persons who are at least 21 years of age from arrest and prosecution, criminal and other penalties, and property forfeiture of such persons engaged in the possession, use, production, or sale of marijuana and cannabis pursuant to this act. Property forfeiture is huge. We we all know people that have lost everything: homes, cars, money, jewelry, heirlooms, yeah. things you can never everything. ever ever get back. Everything. Um, so that forfeiture is scary. All right, section three, chapter twenty-one. Let's take a look and see if we have anybody out there that wants to chat about this. Um, section three, chapter uh, <clears throat> title three. Arizona Revised Statute is amended by adding Chapter 21 to read. Chapter 21, Safe Arizona Cannabis Legalization Act, Article 1, General Provisions. 3-3701, Definitions. In this chapter, the following definitions shall apply. One, cannabis shall be defined to include the following. All plants of the genus cannabis and any and all parts of such plant, whether growing or not, B, any and all parts of the plants of the genus cannabis, including but, but not limited to the flower, leaves, stalks, stems, roots, fiber, and seeds of such plants. C, the resin and oil extracted from any and all parts of the plants of the genus cannabis. D, every compound, salt, derivative mixture, and preparation of the plants of the genus cannabis. E, any and all substances resulting from the mixture, manufacture, or preparation of the resin extracted from any and all parts of the plant of the genus, genus cannabis. And F, any and all cannabinoids derived from any and all parts of the plants of the genus cannabis, including but not limited to THC, CBD, and CBG. So that's it. That's, that cannabis is defined as anything you do to that plant. Anything in its raw form, in its you cooked it, form, no matter what, anything you extract, any part of this—the fibers, the stalks, the stems, the seeds, the roots, the leaves, um, the leaves, the flower itself, um, including but not limited to. So maybe there's another part of the plant we don't know. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Two. Cannabis accessories shall be defined as equipment products, and materials of any kind that are used, intended for use, or designed for use in planting, propagating, cultivating, growing, harvesting, manufacturing, compounding, converting, producing, processing, preparing, testing, weighing, measuring, analyzing, packaging, repackaging, storing, containing, concealing, converting, ingesting, inhaling, or otherwise introducing cannabis into the human body or any animal body or the isomerization of cannabis. Whoa. Whoa. So any delivery method is anything you use as a delivery method is a cannabis accessory. A Coke can. An apple. If you're eating it in a salad, a fork. A fork. Fork you. <laughs> Number three, cannabis product. You heard it here, folks. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. A cannabis product, quote, shall be defined to include any product containing cannabis that is ready for use or that is to be further processed and manufactured for industrial, commercial, or any other non-food purpose. Cannabis products shall include but not be limited to clothing, building materials, paper, fiber, fuel, hemp, lime bio, composite material, lubricants, plastic, paint, animal feed, veterinary medicine, or any other such product and the use of such products. Okay. Four. In case you're wondering about what a commercial grow is, commercial grow shall be defined as 
any cultivation of cannabis plants for wholesale to another business that is engaged in the retail sale of cannabis or cannabis products. <clears throat> Commercial growth, except for exemptions otherwise provided for in this chapter, are subject to generally applicable Arizona agricultural laws and regulations pertaining to other agricultural commodities, including, but not limited to, tomatoes, lettuce, and any other common produce. Five, commercial production shall be defined as the manufacturing or processing of cannabis and cannabis products for wholesale to another business that is authorized to sell retail items of any kind. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Six, food product shall be defined as every cannabis product in its natural or manufactured state that is intended for human or animal consumption and shall include but not be limited to the dried cannabis flower, hashish oil, oil, concentrate, seed, live plants, food and drink, and all cannabis, whether intended for recreational, spiritual, nutritional, or any other use. All right. Here we go. Where is it for, for everybody out there that wants to grow at home? Seven, home gardens shall be defined as commercial productions that have no plant limit, that are operated by persons who are 21 years of age or older, and that are engaged in the cultivation or manufacturing of cannabis and cannabis products for distribution and or retail sale. That's a home garden. Okay, don't worry, we're getting to personal growth. Number eight, manufacture shall be defined to include the compounding, blending, extracting, infusing, or otherwise to make, a pre uh, make or prepare a cannabis product. It puts this out of order. Nine, a personal grow. Now, this is what I guess I don't, home gardens are seemingly commercial. So, personal grow shall be defined as any cultivation of cannabis at a person's place of residence. Um, okay, that's your personal growth. There it is right there. Uh, 10, personal use shall be defined as, but not limited to, the consumption of cannabis that has more than 0.3% THC by persons who are at least 21 years of age for relaxation, meditative, religious, recreational, medical, or any other purpose. 11, Producer shall be defined as owners or tenants of agricultural lands, orchards, farms, home gardens, and commercial grows on which food products are grown, raised, or prepared for market. Okay, so they consider a home garden as basically a commercial grow that you're, we'll go back, we'll talk to them about home gardens, but personal grow is just what you're doing at your house. So that's what everybody in Arizona wants is a little personal grow. Well, there are people that want home gardens, too, because they want to get all hooked up in the industry. Yeah, but I think there should be a process for that, you know, like... A process for... Like... For... Creating your business and, like, okay, are you up to all of these, you know, just like... Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. there's codes okay. and rules and... Yeah, if you want to create a business like mm -hmm. this, oh, you got to go through a lot. So it's good to know that there's that and this. Well, but the, the home grow is commercial so you'd have to go through that for a home grow but for personal grow this is what we we believe that they're going to ask personal growers to register with biz for business licenses with the state of arizona personal growth personal growth what you're growing in your bedroom they want to know about so we'll, we'll get re we'll get into that um <clears throat> yeah 3-3702 Repeal of Cannabis Prohibition Amendments and Legalization of Cannabis. Uh, my This program, I don't know what it is, but it, it keeps, uh, I get a big black bar at the top, shows me what page I'm on and all that hoo-ha, I didn't really ask for it. All right. A, I, I need a touch screen so I can just like flick it off, you know, go away, go, click, get out all of here. All the hoo-ha. All the hoo-ha. Ooh, ooh, hoo-ha. A, see, here comes the word, notwithstanding, wherefore art thou? Notwithstanding any law to the contrary, contrary wise, 
Cannabis, cannabis products, and cannabis accessories as defined in this act are hereby legalized. Arizona Medical Marijuana Act. One, this act shall not be interrupted. No, go back. We shouldn't want to interrupt it anyway. This act shall not be interpreted to limit or affect the rights and privileges of registered patients, designated caregivers, dispensaries, or dispensary agents as provided under the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act and associated regulations in any way. If any of the provisions of this act are found to be in conflict with any of the provisions of the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act and associated regulations, the more permissive provision shall prevail in favor of the individual registered patient, designated caregiver, dispensary, or dispensary agent in any civil, criminal, or administrative action. C, the following Arizona revised statute prohibiting marijuana and cannabis is hereby repealed. Um, section 13-3405, the following D, the following Arizona revised statutes relating to marijuana and cannabis are hereby amended as provided in this act. One, section 1330.4014, Arizona revised statutes is deleted and shall not be reintroduced into law directly or indirectly in the future. This is what I mean by you kind of have to look up what section 1330.4014 is. Section 1330.4019, Arizona Revised Statutes, same thing. They're deleting it and it can't be reintroduced into law. So they're doing that for all of these. So I'm not going to read that whole thing. Section 1330.4120W, Section 1330.4136H, Section 36-2501E, sorry, A2, 36-2501A8E, -E, and 362512A3W. Those will all uh, be deleted and not reintroduced into Arizona law directly or indirectly in the future. We will have to talk to them about each one of those. Make sure that, yeah. and we'll read them in the meantime. Just not on there. That's your homework. Sorry, you only do a little bit of homework. You have to do some too. <laughs> you only halfway. Yeah, Personal cultivation shall be subject to the following. So here's personal. Okay. Um, one, all persons are authorized to cult, uh, cultivate cannabis with 0.3% THC or less, but persons under the age of 21 shall not cultivate cannabis with more than 0.3% THC. So they're saying if you're 20 and under, you're base, you can basically grow well, you can grow cannabis that has less than 0.3% THC, which it wouldn't be considered hemp, though, because it's full on cannabis. So they're just saying you have to have a super low THC level. You can have all the other cannabinoids, I guess, but just not that. Um, two, all persons who are at least 21 years of age are authorized to cultivate cannabis with more than 0.3% THC for personal use, provided that the cultivation does not exceed 48 cannabis plants in a state of efflorescence, inflorescence. I know, I'm getting some really puzzling looks over here. Maybe you guys want to, like, maybe look up the meaning of those words. Anyone? And Bueller? Bueller? I can't, I can't copy and paste from there. Won't let me. Yeah. So we're going to look up efflorescence and inflorescence. I guess as the grower, I should probably know that. It sounds slightly familiar, but only because it's a light thing. All right, so we're going to look that up. Um, three, there shall be no limit on the number of cannabis plants in a person's grow that are not yet in a state of efflorescence, inflorescence. We're really looking that one up because um, that's pretty big time. Hiding the tidy hampered. Um, okay. Hiding uh, we're, I'm trying to, maybe she's she's going to tell us. Oh, maybe she wants to talk. No. Um, all right. Here it is. The state of efflorescence, inflorescence. So here's inflorescence. An inflorescence. Oh, not to be confused with fluorescence. An inflorescence is a group of, group or cluster of flowers arranged on a stem that is composed of a main branch or a complicated arrangement of branches. Morphologically, 
it's the modified part of the shoot of seed plants where flowers are formed. The modifications can involve the length and nature of internodes and the phyllotaxis, as well as variations in the proportions, compressions, swellings, adnations, conations, and reduction of main and secondary axis. Inflorescence can also be defined as the reproduction, reproductive portion of a plant that bears a cluster of flowers in a specific pattern. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, I, we're gonna we're gonna have to study that. Now there's there's also efflorescence, though not fluorescence. F E F fluorescence. So, um, okay. So here's um, number four. Here's what I was talking about. This is personal growth. All persons at least 21 years of age are authorized to maintain a home garden, provided the person attains a transaction privilege tax license. They want you to get a business license with the state of Arizona if you have a personal grow in your bedroom. I do not agree with that. I don't agree with that. When when farmers go out to farmers market and sell their farm their heads of lettuce, do they have to get a CPT? Maybe. Because they're going to generate revenue. Are they going to allow us to generate revenue with this? then maybe that's okay, but only if they're going to allow unstoppable personal revenue generating with well, personal growth. That, uh, what did you say? We were talking about that earlier, uh, person to person. Well, so that the, might why be we're, part of Well, why. they didn't say it, but we're they haven't said it yet uh -huh. in the initiative, but that's what we're questioning. And then so this would make sense. If we could if, sell yes. to each other. That's oh, what I'm and, saying. It and, just sounds like yeah, if, if that was the way it was, if, yeah. but it would be... So let's read on. Yeah, because I, the person five, the person cultivating the cannabis plant shall be permitted to possess, use, manufacture, and transport the cannabis produced from such cultivation, and may also transfer such cannabis to other persons who are at least 21 years of age, provided that nothing of value is transferred in return. And there you go. Don't forget it. I'm out right there. I'm totally out right there. You want us to register the business, but we can't sell it to anybody and get anything of value return. It's just like the last one. That's why donations are bogus. A donation is a California made up term and I don't even, it's even, it's bogus. It's a bogus word. You don't, if you donate blood, you don't ask the Red Cross for a t-shirt and hat on the way out. You hope to God you don't pass out like I usually do. <laughs> I do get oranges and cookies. But I mean, that's the most gift you're going to get from the Red Cross for donating blood. But here they're saying you can grow 48 plants. You want we want you to register your plants with, and we want you to pay. What's the what's the business license for if you can't sell it? What's the business license? I want for? to know just you have to yeah, pay a tax is, on what every year. Yeah. What business tax if you can't sell anything? If the business makes money, right? What's the TPT tax for other than just to let them know you have a grow, just to keep them in the know. Because if you can't sell anything, when you go to file your TPTs, you put in a big fat fucking zero. Sorry, pardon my English, but that's what you do. So why register? Why let right. them know we have a personal growth so they can knock on our door and say, how's your personal growth? Well, What's going on? How's your personal growth? How's your personal growth? Are they efflorescence and fluorescence? What's going on over there? How are your fluorescence? No, 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 no. Are you going to have a trim Not party? to be confused. Are you going to have a trim party? <laughs> trim party! <laughs> yes. You have a class. All right. Six. All persons at least 21 years of age are, authori are authorized commercial grows. All persons at least 21 years of age are authorized commercial grows provided the person obtains a transaction privilege tax license and adheres to agricultural regula regulations. No. Again, no. Why? So someone's going to come in and regulate my grow? What kind of agricultural guidelines have you grow in your closet? First of all, I don't think there are any. <laughs> you know, agriculturally, they want you to be in the great outdoors mostly. Well, that's not true because there's a lot of aquaponics going around. If you've seen some of the posts I've done about like mm -hmm. the guy that grows like 100-pound lemons out there. <laughs> but yeah 
with the fish underwater. Yeah, the, yeah the whole fish thing. The but fish that's thing outside is always too. amazing. Yeah, it's really, really cool. But still, like, all right, where are we? It's quarter till. We haven't done any shout outs. I'm getting really upset now. <laughs> They're going to infringe on my personal growth. We haven't done any shout outs or we did a commercial. But we would like to do a shout out right now to um, Growers House. Speaking of growing, we love these guys. If you're growing, if you want to grow anything, they've got vitamins for every plant. You can grow giant tomatoes if you want. But get on down to Growers House. Check them out. Legalized tomatoes. Legalized tomatoes. Legalized marinara. <laughs> get on get on over to growershouse.com. Um, they beat any price anywhere, even online. They're really awesome. And they're family owned. Um, and they're and super great people. So check them out. Also, check out, um, there's an awesome online digital cannabis health magazine called Canna Health. So check out their online ad. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. What happened? Keep the song in the room. Oh, yeah. So we're going to ask Heidi Hanford what she thinks about this whole <clears throat> transaction privilege tax thing. See if she wants to come on air for Chime a second. Yeah. Yeah. That's an, that's a, I just don't understand what in the world would make somebody want to register any garden. Okay, government, I'm growing strawberries, which I am, and I love them. They're so awesome. What's they do? They do for the type strawberries to me. Yeah, it goes like that. The big circle. It's like Glinda floating through the room. But I'm not going to register my strawberries with the government. I'm sorry. That's what commercial farmers do. Now, we're all only allowed to grow certain seeds in this country. You all know that. So when you go to Lowe's or Home Depot or shoot their family dollar, they got their racks of seeds. That's it. That's the, those are the seeds we can grow in our country. That's what the government says is okay. So we're, we already have enough regulations with that kind of stuff. I don't think they need to be in on what we're growing in our closets. I don't think they need to know that Grandma's growing one granddaddy purple plant for herself to help her sleep at night. That, right. That's not for them. They don't need to bust in on Grandma. She doesn't want 48 plants. She wants one. She wants one to help her sleep, you know. Yeah. Why do they need to know that? Are they going to come check it? Are they going to, that's going to scare her. Anybody that gets in this program and finds out that you have to register your personal grow and that you can't sell it, but you have to pay taxes every year on it, and you have to follow agricultural guidelines, which is smart, but who, who, or who's going to regulate that? Right? Mm-hmm. Who's come knocking on our door to say, hey, what's going on in your garden today? <laughs> I say, none of your darn business. Where's our shuck? Um, <clears throat> all right, so, well, we can read on a little bit. Um, all right, then. Okay. F. We're on to F. Okay. Canada. No, we got down. Where did we get to? I got mad. <clears throat> I forget now. <laughs> um, nothing of value. Here we go. So yeah. six. Oh, we are on to, we are on to F now. We yep. went from six. You have to get your TPT, your transaction privilege tax license, and adhere to agricultural regulations. Regulations F. Cannabis, cannabis products, and cannabis accessories are placed under the regulatory control of the Department of Agri- Agriculture as provided in this Act. G. Commercial grows, home gardens, and cannabis sales are not authorized within a thousand feet of a school. So for anybody that, well, even if you have a home grow, if you're a thousand, it doesn't matter, you can't sell anyway. So don't even think about it. H, cultivation of cannabis from personal grows, home gardens, and commercial grows may not be visible from a public place from ground level without the use of binoculars, infrared imaging, thermal imaging, or any other artificial surveillance equipment or any optical aid. So, um, I do remember. No, we just wanted an opinion. 
Heidi, we talked, we're talking about personal growth and the fact that they want us to register and get a transaction privilege tax license, but they won't allow us to sell anything to each other. And we're being monitored by the Agricultural Department and the State of Arizona's Business Department, which to me is obscene if it's a personal growth for personal use. You know, so um, that's what we're chatting about, Miss Heidi. So I don't know. Okay, F, G, H, cultivation of cannabis from personal growth, home gardens, and commercial growth may not be visible. Same thing uh, from any public place without the use of optical aids. And that makes sense everywhere. You don't, you know, I think in the city of Tucson, I think the highest wall you can build is six feet. Is that correct? Um, depends on where you're at. I mean, because the AMA states, you have to have a 10 foot cement retaining wall if you want to grow outside. outside. And it can't be visible. And if any neighbor just does that and does a looky-loo 10 feet, they'd have to like pry themselves up over the wall, which most people can't do, um, but I can. Well, I, I, you're a superstar, though. You're superhuman, Candace. We all we all know this. No. Um, but like you said, having it outside, that's a pretty tall wall all the way around your 10 house. Feet? Yeah. That's a that's a fortress. Yeah. It. But you should um, probably have a moat. <laughs> in some areas, in point. HOAs, there's yeah. a, there's a right, and I think there's some limits. You can't yeah. you can't put a ten foot in different zoning areas around town. Mm-hmm. You're you have to yeah, you're abide by certain things, but in some areas you don't need to worry about anything. No, not at all. So so yeah, you should be fine. I think um, more than anything, um, like I said, the houses in the HOAs. Of course, you're not going to have that. Uh, they're not going to allow you to oh. grow it in your backyard. Probably no, one of the things that But you they allow do. you to smoke it in your backyard now. Yeah. Golf clap for the HOA. Sure. Some of them. Some yeah. of them. We can't say all of them. All right. So here's an interesting section. So I told you we're not going to get through everything. We're only on the second page of 14 pages. So, um, But it's good to read it, and it's good to know what's going on uh, in the full initiative. And we did post it so you guys can check it out. Okay, restrictions on government action. A, except as provided in this chapter, the state of Arizona is prohibited from taxing or regulating the use of cannabis for any purpose. For the purposes of this subsection, use is defined as including but not limited to the possession, consumption, purchase, cultivation, production, manufacture, sale, transportation, importation, exportation, storage, and any other use for recreational, medical, spiritual, nutritional, commercial and or industrial purposes. Uh, B, the state of Arizona shall not prohibit or restrict attorneys or other licensed professionals from advising, counseling, caring for, or representing persons or entities in the cannabis industries, even where such advice, counsel, care, and representation may cause the client to violate federal law. Well, that just protects every lawyer in the state. Good for you guys. C, the state of Arizona is prohibited from the following activities. All right. One. Um, Hold on a moment. We might have someone. Nope. I thought we did. Um, One. Partnering, conspiring, participating with any other government entities, including but not limited to the federal government, local governments, international agencies, and governing bodies, Native American tribes, other American states, foreign governments, and private entities, or from administrating, enforcing, or facilitating the enforcing of any law or treaty pertaining to cannabis laws and regulations that restrict any activity that is authorized in this chapter. Uh, Two, Using state or federal funds or monies to enforce any federal, local, international, tribal laws or treaties pertaining to cannabis laws and regulations that are different from the provisions prescribed in this chapter. And three, denying any privilege, license, registration, or benefit to a person based on that person's use of cannabis pursuant to the chapter. Okay. Uh, let's see where we are. Five minutes left, kids. Well, maybe like three. <sighs> Here's here's discrimination. I'll read that real quick, and then we'll just 
shout out at the end of the show. I know. <laughs> you guys, we're in Section 3, 3704, Discrimination Prohibited. You should really read this. Really, really, really read it before we come back on air next week with State for Arizona to answer all our questions. A, for the purposes of medical care, including organ transplants, the person's use of cannabis shall not disqualify the persons from medical care. And B, no person may be denied custody or visitation or parenting time with a minor, and there is no presumption of neglect or child endangerment for conduct allowed under this chapter unless the person's behavior creates an unreasonable danger to the safety of the minor as established by proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Because the people are still afraid. They come in and they... Like, Can I have my card? I have a you know, worried about where their child's going to go with. Yeah. It's well, and... So scary. And also... I don't have children, but I think about, like, just anybody who's yeah. using cannabis to lose their child. Oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. And they, and they have to prove it. I mean, that's what... That's, you know... So we'll get to Safe Arizona next week. They'll, they'll chat with us on there, and um, we'll talk about, you know, that first part of the initiative. I, re- I just... I don't think that's fair. If you're going to allow, first they have a home grow, which is totally commercial. That's not home grow is what a personal grow is. When you grow at home, that's pers- you know personal grow is growing at home. So the fact that they have like four different definitions for growers, if it's personal, it's personal. You keep right. it at home. And I don't necessarily agree with the number of plants, 48 seems like a lot. I mean, if you put 48 plants in your backyard, you would I would fill that entire backyard. I wouldn't even have room for 48 plants back there. Right. You know, and imagine what your neighbors, 10 foot wall or not, they'd smell that, and then there'd be all sorts of trouble. And even 48 plants in your house. Now there are. So, real quickly, I learned how to make RSO this weekend by watching. Um, I posted it uh, on my. Facebook and, page, and regular page, um, a super simple way. This lady, she looks like a California Marinite, uh, like she looks like um, Nurse Mary that we had before, kind of hippie, long hair, kind uh-huh. of cool, just relax, like uh-huh. let's make some RSL today. And she got out her ceramic pots and pans, which I promptly went out and got. You know? Oh, awesome. And I got a, um, what was it, a, a spatula that doesn't, um, it's what's it called silicone yeah silicone doesn't it, mm-hmm. you can't nothing leaches from right, it she right. was talking about um and it's really easy to clean yeah, really, yeah. and everything comes off because when you high temperature everclear it's the easiest recipe half an ounce get your everclear if you want to order you get 191 at the store i just told i could get 191 if i give them a couple weeks so they'll get me in some even pure everclear you need a, a big quart pan of water on the stove and then you need a frying or your little you know fry pan on top of that with your yeah double burner it's like a slow cooker but you're really doing it slow so what you do is you take your cup of um just put it in a a nice container that you can mash you know take a spoon she said about three minutes stir around your everclear just put enough to cover it stir around get everything going and you get some muslin cloth, which I bought too, because it's very clean. And it's cheesecloth is um, it's too thin. It'll it just it does it's not thick enough to to hold it. So you squeeze it through, squeeze it through, squeeze it through, and then you do that again. Stir it around, stir it around, squeeze it through, squeeze it through, and then you put that on the stove. Put your you know squeeze stuff aside. Put your liquid on the stove and let it come to a boil on top of the water that's boiling. So the water below will boil that's on top, and it boils out the Everclear. And then you're left with three to four grams of RSO, right there in your little pan. Stick it in, in a little glass jar, um, or have your little capsules ready and just scoop out your little rice-sized piece because you literally need a rice-sized piece. You actually start with a half a grain of rice. They say that that's it's very concentrated. You've just pulled everything out of that plant into a tar form. Mm. So I'm gonna be doing that very soon here. Trying my own. A little nervous, but be just fine. I've cooked with it before, so we'll see how it goes. But it's an easy way to make it. So going back to having 48 plants, um, some people, well, still 48 plants is a whole lot. I mean, a half, a half ounce, you could get, you know, if you grow right, you can get a, you can get six ounces off a plant, you know, or more. Um, 
that's a lot of RSO off one plant that'll keep you going for a little while. So 48 times that, you know, I understand that people are super sick, but I think people will, would argue that that's what the dispensaries or the bigger grow operations are for so that you can go get that. But RSO is one thing that people are trying to find around town and they don't quite know where to get it. Everyone says it's better in Phoenix, but you know, why not make your own if you've got good cannabis? It's a very simple process. And I did post that video somewhere. Yeah, I, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. She was great. She's a doctor. And she just, you know, she was talking about you the fact that when they use the big equipment with all the chemicals, they're, they're talking pounds of this stuff. So, yeah, then you would need 48 plants. But they're talking pounds. She said if you want to make a really reasonable at-home, non-dangerous, very safe process, this is it. So um, I'll try and repost that again and uh, so that everyone can see it. It's really awesome. It's a really easy, easy recipe, and we're going to make some in just the next day or two. So mm-hmm. next week is safe for Arizona, everybody. Come on, get on in there and ask and call in and, and chat it up, and um, uh, we will talk to them next week about this initiative. I'll read some more. Um, I mean, I'm going to read it before... Not, maybe not on there. So I won't be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> not till next Wednesday. So in the meantime, um, be good to yourself. It's getting hot outside. Hydrate. Yeah. Hydrate, hydrate. You need more water drinks. Yeah. Coffee makes you dehydrated. So get some water. I know. Yeah. I feel that. Um, and get out there and get some cannabis education. Get to stumbleweekshealthcenter.com and find out some news articles. And thanks again for voting us three years in a row. Best certification <laughs> And come golf with us this Saturday. That's going to be super fun. Let's go. Yep. Got to be there at 7. Remember. Be smart. Be safe. And, and educate. educate. We love you guys. Woo-hoo. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, there it is.